Welcome to Democracy Later. Uh, I'm Sean McCarthy. Here. I'm Yogi Polywall. Yeah. I'm Andy Palmer. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, I just got back from India. It was a trip. But more importantly, the news. Oh, yeah. Well, we got a lot of stuff. Um, I guess we could start with uh, the health care bill. Um, did not pass the Senate, thanks to the bravery of uh, Senator John McCain. That's right. Uh, the Maverick. The Maverick. Um, and I think there was like a there was a bit of a debate as to uh, his making fun of John McCain for having brain cancer. Is it good what they call on the left praxis? Does it advance the movement in a positive direction when we make fun of this man for having brain cancer? Andy, what do you think? Uh, I think the only way you should make fun of John McCain is for not being able to raise his arms uh, because he couldn't fly a plane very well. Right. He can't give me Sarah on a top shelf. Yeah, that, yeah. That's not a friend I want. It's like, be able to fly your plane back to the base, bitch. Razor. Like, okay, you take John McCain to, say, uh, a rap performance in the 90s. Uh-huh. That's right. This is correct. Tell him to put his hands in the air like he just don't care. He wouldn't do it. He would. Everyone would know he's a narc. He cares too much. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's the only white person at this said concert, so it just looks like he's not down with the cause. And he would be shouting out, I don't think Martin Luther King Jr. Day should be a holiday <laughs> in Arizona. Well, in fairness, that is a common rap lyric. <laughs> I, I don't know why I don't know why I do agree with Andy that like for some reason making fun of him because his hands can't go above his head is okay, but for some reason making fun of him for brain cancer part of me is like well whatever he did to get it probably is going to happen to more of us soon. Yeah, well look we we talked a bit what, about saying this. that you hate the gooks and you will hate them as long as you live. Uh, Which you know what good news John McCain's not going to hate the gooks much longer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen to all of us. So that's what I'm trying to say. You know. What do you think, Sean? You, can we make fun of this motherfucker for having brain cancer? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, we, we talked about this a bit on the last one. I know you didn't listen, Yogi. Yeah, you're but... welcome to listen. <laughs> I keep the quality high in the ones I'm on. Yeah. Um, but we talked a bit about this, and I think, uh, look, I don't, I'm not going to make somebody make fun of John McCain. I'm not going to be like, hey, you better make a joke about this dying senator, you, you fucking piece of shit. You... you <laughs> You, you're not going to mock this man with brain cancer who, who killed so many people in these wars? What are you, an imperialist shill? <laughs> I'm not really going to get in your face about that, but when people are like, oh, uh, making fun of John McCain is going to make the left look bad, and this is going to make us lose elections, it's like, I think you people are deluded as to how much America likes the aristocracy right now. John McCain is a sitting U.S. senator, you know, worth a couple million or whatever, and he's going to get access to the best health care in the world, and the average American fucking hates every single person who sits in the Senate, except for maybe Bernie Sanders. So, you know what? Yeah, if you want to mock him for his fucking brain cancer, go right ahead. Yeah, well said. And it's also pretty funny. I like the women senators who voted oh, yes. with their vaginas and only their vaginas oh, yeah, to so. uh, keep keep vagina inspections uh, as a non-pre-existing condition. Nevertheless, they persisted. Nevertheless, uh, they persisted. So that's what I wanted to get into. There's a wonderful article in Vox, which... Uh, I'd love to hear what they said 20 years ago about the urban situation. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? I think what, these Republican I don't know. What women. What about the urban situation? I don't know. This. I don't know. They're just Republican women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, it doesn't matter that they're, they're Republican senators. Um, so the article in Vox, which of course future President Chelsea Clinton retweeted, uh, the title <laughs> was uh, "What McCain Did Was Hard." 
what Murkowski and Collins did was much harder. And, of course, Murkowski is the senator from Alaska. Susan Collins is the senator from Maine. They're both Republican women. They voted against the bill. Um, but, of course, the, the, the tone of this article is that uh, uh, sexism is the reason McCain gets the credit and not... Uh, the other two. And so if I can just quote a, a quick bit from it. Uh, McCain's vote was crucial in ending the latest health care repeal effort, but no more so than the votes of Murkowski and Collins, which were consistently courageous in the face of threats and suggestions of retaliation. And, uh, you know, yeah, not- if they voted for it. Right. And, and nothing uh, nothing really says I'm uh, sucking the uh, clitoris of power, <laughs> quite like uh, calling, again, millionaire senators in the aristocracy brave on the same day that uh, more than 50 members of ADAPT, which is a disability rights act, uh, activist organization, more than 50 members were arrested on the day of the vote because they staged uh, nonviolent sit-ins and protests in the Senate. Oh, wow. So Lady, if you want, if you want ladies- to give credit... Sean only sucks disabled clients. (laughs) If you want to give credit to some brave women, maybe you could start with the ones that aren't, you know, nationally famous and can't benefit your media outlet, you pieces of shit. Kill everyone at Vox. If they're disabled a little bit, they won't notice that I can't stimulate their clit. I, I just feel like he's just like, you know... No, that's the best thing about like going down on a paralyzed woman <laughs> is if like they're they're not doing anything. <laughs> if it's not doing anything for them, you blame them. Right. You say right. like, yes. "Well, I'm doing everything right, right here." Yeah. So this this, is this your works fault. often. Right. Right. I'm want... just like checking my phone. Yeah. Right. I'm like you're... pretending I'm down there, but really I'm like playing Candy Crush. Yeah. You're on B-rated apps. You're not even using Facebook. <laughs> you're just kind of checking Tumblr. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for um, something I said last. Uh, episode last episode i made a lot of uh poorly um phrased jokes about how i was fucking sean in the face mm-hmm. do, when you say together. poor do you mean the quality was bad or that it was very crass uh, i think it both? was <laughs> it was they were low quality jokes it was very crass and i would just like to clarify that sean is fucking me in the face well and uh we're making it work well yeah um I'm glad to hear that you guys are having what I'm assuming. I would like is to. I would like sex. to note that Andy's new running bit, which is not at all funny or interesting, no, comes on the heels of uh, his girlfriend telling him that her sister doesn't listen to the podcast because it's too broy. So uh, thanks, Andy, no, for no. your. She didn't tell me that. Her sister told me that directly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but thanks, Andy, for your new bit. That's not at all broy and not going to yeah, keep anyone. Yeah, I don't know why you'd get such a direct criticism and then just go with it. Just be like, uh, let's do the opposite of uh, po- constructive you feedback. You were complaining when you were fucking my mouth earlier. <laughs> Uh, one other thing on this Vox article. Uh, it, of course, wouldn't be a Vox article if it didn't end with a gif of Wonder Woman deflecting bullets Ugh. with her shield to imply that the two female senators are, of course, Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, so I'm y- sure they were complicit in the bombing of Lebanon. You know, I think my least com- biggest complaint about this entire thing is that, you know, the men that created Wonder Woman shield and gauntlets never get the credit. You know, like, sure, she uses them. But what about the man that designed them? Is this too broy? <laughs> I liked uh, when Wonder Woman was uh, bravely leading the Israeli campaign to bomb the West Bank and <laughs> Gaza. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it, it, the the thing that bothers me is that he's getting so much like credit for doing what he was supposed to do. Right, but he's gonna die soon. This is kind of what always happens when a person dies soon. I know, but like, he he should just they should just be like, okay, name fine. your least favorite comic in the country, not just New York, but in the country. Least favorite comic, preferably unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. Well, even successful. I don't care. Just name your least favorite comic. Aaron Glazer. All right. If Aaron Glazer started dying, there would be a small but very vocal group being like, "No, he was great. He's gonna die soon. Let's let's pamper him with fucking compliments." Are you referring to anyone in particular who actually went through that? I don't. I I, I John McCain now. Uh, anyone in the comedy community? Uh, yeah, Quincy Jones. I think a little bit. Oh yeah. I'd- yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I didn't think you would say it into the mic, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, Sean, do you think Quincy Jones got a fucking publicity uh, bump because of his diagnosis? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying nobody's really going to talk about you being creepy to female comics when you have cancer. Yeah, that's 100% yeah. true. But yeah, those stories... That's my out. I'm uh, going to get cancer. Uh, yeah, I think if Sean got cancer, everything he's ever said would be justified. And to be fair... I thought, I thought that was your act. <laughs> If he gets cancer, oh boy, it, it's kind of like going through a, into a church and all your sins are absolved. Like It'll the, be kind of awkward. Dogma. Wait, you know I went upstairs and got my laptop and Sean's laptop was right here. Yeah. We uh, want it to make you work. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, kinda... I, I, I just said there was an issue and you said I'll go upstairs and get my laptop. That's uh, on you. Uh-huh. It'll be kind of awkward when I get cancer and nobody can tell the difference. <laughs> uh. I think. I think as soon as like whatever it is about chemo that makes you lose weight like as soon as that kicks in you'll just be dead yeah sean no i feel he's resilient i feel like he can go you think so i think up to eight rounds of chemo and then he's gonna fucking he's out i think he'll get fatter it's like those boxers (laughs) that like sean morbidly obese (laughs) you know those boxers at the end of like a 15 round bout and the guy's like, one, two. And then by like seven, they're standing. And then they go nine. And then he just falls. That's gonna how Sean's going to be with chemo. Wait, like they're counting down? If you didn't get what up. I just Look, said, Andy, I'm not going to do it again. So boxing is a sport. <laughs> uh, it's largely comprised of uh, non-white people. So I, I guess this is why you don't really pay attention like to Like Rocky? It. Yes. Rocky Balboa, a fictional boxer who has a statue in Philadelphia. A real statue. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Andy's anti-blackness in a little bit. Sean, you got some more news? Uh, yeah, so back to the news. Um, Rents Priebus, the uh, former White House chief of staff, has... Uh, I like to call him Prince Rebus. <laughs> Go take a lap. Hashtag resists. <laughs> um... But uh, so anyways, he's out. Uh, we believe he was fired. He resigned, whatever, um, in the wake of the health care bill failing in the Senate. And uh, <laughs> so just some fun stuff. Uh, Arthur Schwartz is, uh, we believe, the representative for publicist or whatever you want to call it for uh, new White House communications director, Anthony Scaramucci. And so he tweets. Hey. <laughs> so Arthur Schwartz tweets, uh, hey, Rents. Oops. Oh, sorry. He tweets, hey, at Rents45, which was the Twitter account for Rents Priebus in the White House. Uh-huh. And then he goes, oops, at Rents, which is his Twitter account now that he's out of the White <laughs> House. And he goes, you're unemployed now. Keep pushing this crap and I'll start dropping oppo on you. Mistress much? Question mark. 
And then he also tweets at, Hey, Rents, remember when people told you that it was me that was trashing you in the press? They were right. <laughs> Happy to start again. Uh, <laughs> ah, sorry. But so anyway, uh, and then he <laughs> deletes those <laughs> tweets after insisting he would not delete them. <laughs> He goes, uh, and then he tweets out, I deleted my tweets regarding rents and apologized to him. Pretty sure he's not accepting my apologies. <laughs> Can't blame him. I'm ashamed of what I said. And we believe this is because the Mooch, Scaramucci, called him and told him to stop actively trashing oh, rents wow, previous. Really? But was the guy uh, trashing him? Also, so he has communications, right? So he like officially denied being Scaramucci's publicist, but in like other articles, like there's a New York Post article I want to talk about in a minute where uh, Arthur Schwartz is quoted as uh, Scaramucci's rep or representative with the press. Oh, um, so yeah, <laughs> it's believed that he put a, a lot of this negative uh, background quotes of Rents Priebus into orbit. And, and when I say believed, I mean it's openly admitted by him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is funny, these fucking Long Island guineas who are just like <laughs> in the White House breaking shit. <laughs> well, the first thing that Scaramucci did to like find leakers is he just called a guy in the New Yorker and it's like, who told you that? Who's leaking to you? I'll fire. You know what? You don't tell me. I'll fire everyone here. And the guy in the New Yorker is like, I don't care. He's like, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this, uh, Steve. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not here sucking my own dick, right? <laughs> trying to get my own brand in the Trump White House. I'm here to serve the American people, and like, and then all of that got printed because he never thought to say. Also, this is off the record on background or on background. Like he didn't. He typed up. Uh, he was audibly a slurping fettuccine throughout this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> now another thing. <laughs> <laughs> he did a line of Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. The least Italian dish. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Anybody I'm so to... fucking angry, I'm taking off my FDNY baseball cap right now. <laughs> oh, anybody trying Hold to... Hold on, Mom, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Italians. Uh, but yeah, no, he... Yeah, he I think that the, his comments were... Uh, easily misinterpreted because you couldn't see his hands um but yeah no like uh, andy said he called up a new york uh, magazine new yorker uh, magazine reporter ryan lizza and i guess at no point did he say the conversation was off the record right right so he just launched which is his... meant to be said in like a guido accent like that's yeah. off the record <laughs> hey <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, he said Steve Bannon likes sucking his own dick, and he called, uh, Rents Priebus a, quote, paranoid schizophrenic. <laughs> and, uh, but I just like that, like, from this vulgarity tirade, it was Rents Priebus who was forced out, not Scaramucci. That's so funny. Um, well, apparently they'd been fight like, Scaramucci was gonna come on from the beginning, but He was gonna come Priebus on Comtown. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna replace Adam. Uh, but they kept, um blocking him or Priebus kept blocking him and they had this long standing feud and then finally like the mooch got in when uh when uh Priebus's boy Spicer went out and then I'm guessing Scaramucci who apparently was supposed to just report directly to Donald Trump and circumvent the chief of staff Renz Priebus from the White House like mm -hmm. I think he just like pushed Renz out or like because Trump now had his own cabal he was able to push um Priebus who was uh rnc dude out onto the 
out onto the streets. When asked for a quote, Scaramucci said, won't see him no more. <laughs> <laughs> There's that article I did talk about how people are comparing Scaramucci to uh, the Futurama 90s guy. You guys remember him? <laughs> no. No. Right, well, then uh, we'll come to the Was he the Reaganaut? Was that? The Reaganaut? The Reaganaut? No, never mind. That's the 80s guy. You know what? It might have been the 80s guy. He's He's... Well, you, who gives a fuck? If not all two of you know this, let's just cut it out. Uh, I did want to talk about Scaramucci's divorce, by the way. <laughs> uh, so just... Uh, yeah, why hey, he- hey, hey, going to the family is a bit too far. Exactly. So uh, Scaramucci, of course, uh, tweets... Leave civilians out of this. I can take the hits, but I would ask that you put my family in your thoughts and prayers and nothing more. And he also tweets, family does not need to be drawn into this. Soon we will learn who in the media has class and who doesn't. (laughs) No further comments on this. Um, And this is, of course, in response to the news that his wife, uh, three weeks ago, demanded a divorce while she was nine months pregnant. Oh, wow. (laughs) She has since given birth to a son. And I believe as of four days after the delivery, he still has not seen his newborn son. What? Uh, this is because of, um, I guess, anger. This is divorce. Like, nine months pregnant is the worst form of divorce. Like to be, get decide. You know what? This is not happening anymore. While you're about to pop, that's a fucking decision. Yeah. So this is according to the. Uh, New York Post is uh, Anthony's associate was quoted as saying there was a discussion between him, her and the divorce attorneys about Anthony going to the hospital. And unfortunately, the delivery was sudden. And I guess he was like in West Virginia with Trump or something. So, you know, he's probably seen the kid by now, but there's a lot of anger there. And there was like, so why you think he's trying to remember which ring to take off? Well, the New York Post, apparently, uh, Arthur Schwartz, the guy who uh, mistress mutched uh, Rents Priebus, denied in this same New York Post story that Anthony Scaramucci had engaged in any extramarital affairs. But uh, yeah, the, the Post does say there's a lot of anger. There's been a lot of lies, said a source close to them, according to the New York Post. So uh, basically, his wife uh, thinks he's a Trump sycophant. Uh, and no. she doesn't like that. And, uh, you know, maybe there was something else. Though, I did want to talk about a fun little thing from this uh, New York Post story. It was uh, I don't know. He told me it was a family recipe. He was feeding me Chef Boyardi all these years. I don't care for your Italian accents. It's that bad or good. It just kind of is. Anthony, or Andy, you got to stop using that voice you make when you're getting pegged as an impression. (laughs) Your pegged pitch isn't Italian. Ah, Here's my North Korean impression. Oh, boy. Here's my Mickey Mouse impression. That's that's copywritten. We We can't use that chunk. Uh, so anyways uh, oh boy it sure doesn't fit <laughs> so this is just gonna have to lube up the edges there uh, nope don't push that hard so yes uh, he does it Scaramucci out out I gotta poop now <laughs> Disney Mickey Mouse German poop fetish porn 
Andy, I think you found your niche. I think that I think this is really where you wanted to be. I like the idea of Andy getting pegged and then just spraying diarrhea <laughs> all over his girlfriend. It's like <laughs> We too broy now. Andy just comes. He's like, this is what it was really for. It's nothing to do with prostate stimulation. Andy just gets off on spraying diarrhea right, on people. Right, right. It's the only way you can get the pressure high enough. Just oh, oh. <laughs> to jam something in there. It's like weird thing happens with Andy where the relationships all end after two years, and then he just doesn't really specify why. But uh, well, let me just seem, say this: they you know seem you, unwilling to talk about it. <laughs> you know when you put your thumb on a drinking fountain <laughs> and it sprays that much harder. Thumb on a drinking fountain? You mean hose? Nobody puts a thumb on a drinking fountain. Yeah, you do, and you want to like spray your friends with the drinking fountain at school. That's disgusting, <sighs> bro. I saw kids doing it like at the park a week ago. It's still disgusting. And I was like, ah, did that an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, check it out. Here's a uh, Andy. Uh, he sprays diarrhea, but right before it, he goes, uh, "Here's my impression of John McCain in the hospital." <laughs> 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 this is my impression. He sets it up too. <laughs> hey guys, you want to see my impression of a John McCain in the hospital <laughs> in hospice care? No, 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 a real pause. You guys want to see my impression of John McCain in hospice taking a giant dump with his thumb over the pressure point? Hold for applause. <laughs> Hold for applause. Uh, release. <laughs> So, in this New York Post story about Scaramucci's... Gallagher steals the act in a year. (laughs) (laughs) In this New York Post story about Scaramucci's divorce, uh, just kind of a fun anecdote. I don't know. We might have mentioned it in the last episode. We might have cut it. But Scaramucci owns the Hunt and Fish Club in Midtown Manhattan, which is like, you know, kind of a trashy Long Island take on what a fancy Italian restaurant (laughs) looks like. but you can get like a $60 veal if you want. Ah. But so anyways, this is quoted in the New York Post. Uh, last Friday, uh, Scaramucci threw his uh, other son, Anthony Jr., a lavish high school graduation party at the Hunt and Fish Club, the marble-clad power player restaurant he co-owns in Manhattan, complete with an hour-long set by DJ Clue, a performance by rapper French Montana, and balloons in Mets Blue and Orange. Anthony is a minority owner in the baseball team. So, you know, DJ Clue, French Montana, not a bad lineup for uh, (laughs) the man who's going to bring decency back to the White House. (laughs) That's the most Guido-sounding Sweet 16 party I've ever heard. Mets, balloons, uh, what's the name of the shithole? The Hunt and Fish Club. What? Fun anecdote. What really offends me about that is that they don't sell fishing supplies. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I really want to go fishing, and, like, that would be the first place I would check out. The Hunt and Fish Club? Yeah. People do, like It does feel like they got a couple of poles in the back. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't, then, then burn it to the ground. Sure, of course. I, I don't want that bullshit in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Andy is publicly saying he's willing to commit arson to burn the Hunt and Fish Club down. It's the banality of evil, to quote Hillary, or Chelsea Clinton when referring to arson that's correct full circle 
I like the idea of like some people in like full fishing regalia with like poles and everything walking in and then just seeing a bunch of fucking spray tanned Guido trash. <laughs> right, right, right. And just be Damn. like, this ain't it. Um, but yeah. Fr- fun- you get like a fist fight that's just like New England fishermen versus Guidos. <laughs> a whole lot of Matt Damon fans. I like them fists. Okay, I can't. Um. Oh, boy. We're looking for someone to replace Andy's mouth. It's his thoughts, but just through your (laughs) mouth. Uh, Fun anecdote. When I got hit by a car, I was listening to French Montana. Uh, You ever heard that song, Off the Rip? Oh, me, oh, my, my. No, but let's cut it in for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I'll play a bit of that. But, uh, you know, French Montana is uh, good music to get hit by a car to. Yeah? Yeah. I, I recommend. Well, what, what part of it did you get hit on? Yeah, do you uh, remember? I don't remember yeah, exactly. What part of it did you stop getting hit on? <laughs> As I remember, you were dragged. I was dragged, and the earbuds were ejected from my ears. Oh, that's, that's the worst. <laughs> you know, when I get hit by a car, at least I want the he- headphones to stay on. And that's yeah. why Beats by Dre... The only headphones made by a domestic violence provocateur that you can enjoy. Their headphones is that you can get pushed down a staircase and they'll stay on. They'll stay on because they're built for abuse. <laughs> That'd be a good slogan for Beats. Beats, beats by Dre. Built for abuse. Wait, it's, built al- for yeah, abuse. it's already in the name. <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah, Beats. He should as like a publicity stunt donate a bunch of the headphones to like a battered woman <laughs> shelter or something. <laughs> Hey, it would be a nice deed. I know it's fucked up, but hey, need, they need headphones too. <laughs> I mean, it, it's probably starting right, so to take an effect on his career. So, like, he's probably getting to the point where he has to performatively apologize for things he's done. That's the new. Uh, it's the new commercial. Is they have Chris Brown hitting the headphones, and they still work after. <laughs> no, they work better. That's yeah. the point. Uh, <laughs> they won't fuck up on you no, again. Right. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I. Um, it is interesting to me to think about if I had died, that would have been the last song I ever heard, and uh, not bad. But uh, you know, what would you have rather gotten hit to by car, listening wise? You know, I can't really think of anything, but like nothing, not craft work, not Rage Against the Machine, not some sort of you know maybe Nine like Inch Nails, maybe oh. like some kind of like Bob Dylan track. But really, you know, French Montana actually seems appropriate to yeah. go out on. I did live my life like a motherfucking coke boy. <laughs> well, that's good to know. You know, I like French Montana a lot. He's a lot better, I mean, in my opinion, than uh, Spanish Massachusetts. I really like French Montana that much more. I think he's cultured, but... Oh, you already made that. Oh, Sarah's here. He's cultured, but also Montana. <laughs> I like my bit better. Spanish... Andy's going to let his girlfriend in, so we're going to take another fucking break. Yeah, well, this podcast has breaks sponsored by Andy's Incompetence, also featuring Sean's forgetfulness of the microphones. What about the microphones? They're oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you brief- came at me like I was wrong, and then immediately were like, oh, that's right, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I fucked up. Look, I've been... Depression, smoking a lot of pot. So my short term memory is That's why we should have gone. gone back to my place. We could have depressive, depressive smoke together afterwards. Uh-huh. And I got t- pot here. 
I can depression yeah, smoke. Yeah, but I like my shit more. Nothing against the spot. It's very it's, nice. It's the exact. Oh, you like your place more? Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. It's nobody. Funny. Nobody would believe that. Seeing <laughs> as how you never leave, you fucking psychopath. Uh, listen. You called me a psychopath. There was a lot of things I had to process in the first two years I lived in New York. I understand uh, yeah, that it was no, a crazy look, life. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, the best cure for depression is never leaving. <laughs> that's that's what I've learned. If if there's anything that exacerbates my depression, it's uh, being outside with friends. Yeah, I and if there's anything agree. that doesn't, it's uh, smoking weed constantly while watching Netflix. And uh, you know, people that watch Netflix are very depressed. I watch uh, marathons of King of the Hill uh-huh. and only King of the Hill, and I think there's nothing depressive of obsessively watching the same show you watched during your childhood. What's wrong with that shot? <laughs> Do, do you ever do this? Oh, here's what I did yesterday. I just smoked and drank until I had like a horrible headache. Like I, do, I maybe ate like one thing. I but do I, a little similar thing, but it's marijuana and food until I make myself sick. That's the that's the route I go. Close the door, Andy. She did. Um, but yeah, no. I was just talking with Yogi. Uh, when I how I know um when to stop smoking and drinking is when I get a really horrible headache, <laughs> and that. Basically, when I'm like full on, I just smoke and drink until like I can't even stand the headache, and then I lie down and eventually pass out. I think it's just your body making <laughs> an excuse not to masturbate. <laughs> it's like, how do I get Sean not to keep fucking me? I'm trying to get to a point in my life where I don't masturbate right after I shower. Because I feel you like you gotta masturbate before the shower. Listen, this I, is basic I, etiquette. I like doing both, Sean. It's, you can it, masturbate in the shower. Listen. Uh, here's, here, let me tell you the tale. First of all, I live with you now, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let me tell you the masturbation tactic. So you're in the bathroom. You have your phone with you. You can look at pornography. You can look at Facebook. But you're in there, and you... Look you at start, Facebook? What are you looking at? Your own photos, Sean? Yes. I'm going to start peeing on your stuff when you're in the so bathroom. So what you do is you start the shower... And then you start beating it, and then when you're about to nut, you open the cabinet and find Andy's toothbrush. Just his toothbrush? His toothbrush, his toothpaste, there we his go. contacts, okay. his, his depression medication. Yes, that's right. And you just spray your seed all over, and then you get a bit in the toilet, then you flush, then you take a shower. It's like you never masturbated. Never masturbated? Mm-hmm. Here's my problem. I like doing it beforehand, but then after the shower, I feel so comfortable and clean Sometimes, eventually, I'm like, ah, I mean, I might as well do it now. It's just a comfortable time. Not, for see. me, it's just uh, before or after bed. There's no, there's, no, there's no shower correlation. That's You got a shower after. Come on. Come on, Andy. You got a about, well, I mean, if it's after bed, but if it's before bed, no. Just, you know, clean up and have a good nighty night. No. Fuck that. All right, well, let's talk about the news. Um, John Kelly, General John Kelly, is going to be the new chief of staff replacing Rents Priebus. Um, but I did want to do one more. <laughs> Rents Flebus. <laughs> Got him. But I do want to do one more story of a uh, complete lack of respect for Rents Priebus. Yes. This, this comes from the Washington Post. Uh, Quote, at one point during a meeting in the Oval Office, a fly began buzzing overhead, distracting the president. As the fly continued to circle, Trump summoned his chief of staff, Rents Priebist, and tex- tasked him with killing the insect, according to someone familiar with the incident. <laughs> so he is the designated White House fly killer. I um, like that 
Obama instituted drones. Trump's getting people on the bugs in the White House. But I like that, uh, you know, the White House is a fly problem. It was built on a swamp by slavers. So wait, we now know who Trump trusts to kill bugs. Uh, I just, like, I don't know. I just imagine, like... How is that not an intern's job? You know what I mean? Like, how, right. is, how is at any point Trump like, oh, hey, you're a high-level executive. You you know how to kill a mosquito, don't you? It is kind of like the funny thing is, like, these people delude themselves into thinking they have, like, power. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, killing insects for some guy with dementia. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice to know that every now and then, like, if I'm in a place with, like, a, um, if I'm living somewhere that has a fruit fly problem, mm-hmm. that usually I'm like, oh, man, how am I living to cause that? But it's also happening in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Just from Trump, like, spilling Taco Bell on his shirt. Um So I did want to talk also about potentially Trump having dementia. Because that's fun shit. Um, but so, this is from the AP. Uh, at a news conference with the Lebanese Prime Minister, Trump said, quote, Lebanon is on the front lines in the fight against ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Hezbollah. Uh, so, if you know anything about Lebanese politics or just anything at all, uh, Hezbollah is a partner in the Lebanese government with two cabinet seats. Oh, wow. Uh, so... They are fighting against the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda, but uh, so is Hezbollah. So it's just like, this guy does not really focus on the details. Uh, He also tweeted, the very outdated filibuster rule must go. Budget reconciliation is killing Republicans in Senate. Mitch, go to 51 votes now and win. It's time. But, of course, the Senate health care bill failed on the 50-vote standard. So it's like he's talking about getting rid of the filibuster and the 60-vote threshold, which he should, but it's like he very much seems unconcerned with the details of anything or even just not informed of them at all. Right, right. I don't know how, like, why is it not a law that, like, oh, hey, if you think the leader has a brain disease that makes it so he can't make decisions, you can, you can ask for at least a test. You know, what's what I what I like is that, in like contrast to Reagan, who also had dementia, right? Like Reagan was an actor, so he spent his whole adult life coming up being told what to do, right? Mm-hmm. So he just came into the White House basically, so that rich people would tell him what to do, and then you know he would be able to read the lines, yes, yeah, right. And that was all he really did. You know, he kind of also he made some decisions, but he was largely a puppet. And then Trump. You know, also a celebrity who goes into the White House, but he's grew up just telling people, everyone but his dad, what to do. And so now, and now that he's got dementia, he's reverting to just like his default, which isn't, you know, taking orders. It's just yelling at people. Yeah. I mean, like that's, if you're rich and you're old at a certain point, why would you ever let someone tell you what to do? Like, what, what, what would be the reason? Well, if you're an actor, it makes you richer. I kind of think about, like, when I worked at Zabar's, you would see, like, these, like, dementia-out old rich people mm-hmm. with, you know, like, an immigrant pushing their wheelchair behind right, them. Right, right. <laughs> and that's just, like, how your life ends when you're, like, rich and powerful. 
when you're when you're on the McCain route is just some immigrant who hates you. It's their job to push you around <laughs> right, so you right. can be rude to people in the cheese store on the Upper West Side. <laughs> yeah, bring I mean, me to the cheese store so I can yell at them for fucking <laughs> up again. It's the only thing that brings me joy in my final days. <laughs> God. <laughs> what was the most pretentious thing people bought at Zabar's? Just truffle bullshit. I don't think truffles are that good, but that's like the bougiest shit is like they love the flavor of truffles. So you just like if you have like a fucking gauche rich person and you right. want to sell them something and have them get out of your face, you just say, hey, why don't you try this thing with truffles? I hear uh, people in your class love it. <laughs> I think I think that's actually how we should do the revolution is like we take power and then we implement truffle testing and anybody who has consumed truffles within the past week is automatically executed and all their assets are seized. The assets of the truffle people need to be seized. Uh-huh. Yeah. Unless they had psilocybin in them. <laughs> it's like They put truffle oil on so much dumb shit. Like They'll do popcorn with truffle oil, and it's like, oh, it's it disgusting. just needs butter. You don't need to put truffle oil on popcorn. Or they'll have, like, uh, yeah, truffle butter, truffle honey, truffle everything. Oh, they got truffle honey in it, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I instantly turned my opinion. Uh-oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I don't really truffle care. like a kind of uh, mushroom? All I know about is that pigs have to sniff it out. Yeah, Andy. Yeah. Sometimes uh, when Andy needs extra money, he'll actually put on a fake nose and go to France and sniff the fields, <laughs> trying to find truffles. It's the gold of the rich that like food more than gold. Well, you you need you need to what is it? That's what it is in Civ. It's a picture of a pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, sometimes uh, when police officers need extra work, they'll go sniff out truffles. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Burn. Blue lives matter. Guys, people. did you hear that uh, KFC's got a new slogan? It's pretty controversial. You guys want to hear it? KFC, uh, black lives fatter. I know. What are you going to do, guys? It is what they're doing, though. This is why we need a fourth mic. <laughs> um, so, uh, the uh, other thing... And that I wanted to talk about. Uh, wait, hold on. So the uh, Obamacare, uh, Kellyanne Conway was on um, Fox News Sunday this morning, and she mentioned uh, CSR payments, which are uh, cost-sharing reduction payments in Obamacare. Uh-huh. And so basically, uh, and I'm quoting from the Kaiser Foundation now, uh, the Affordable Care Act requires insurers to offer plans with reduced patient cost-sharing like deductibles and copays to uh, marketplace enrollees with incomes that are 100 to 250% of the poverty level. And then they make up for that by getting subsidies. You know, the insurers offer these cheaper plans, the government pays them subsidies, something like $7 billion expected in 2017. Oh, wow. And so Trump has the option to stop these payments, which Kellyanne this morning Foundation says, is famous for uh, their plan to take Paris and then... <laughs> the Kaiser Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> and then Moscow. <laughs> they uh, they ran into some trouble setting up all those colonies in Africa, <laughs> but they said it was only fair that the, um, the Churchill Foundation already had those colonies. <laughs> um, 
But so anyways, this is $7 billion that Kellyanne said on uh, Fox News Sunday this morning that the president will make a decision this week about potentially cutting off those payments, which is when they talk about, you know, letting Obamacare fail, that is an option to stop those payments. Uh, and again, the Kaiser Foundation estimates that if they do that, premiums are going to increase by about 19%. So it is something to watch where it's like... Uh, uh, a needless way to fuck up this law and spite people would be doing that. And it's like it sucks because, again, these are subsidies directly to health insurers, which are some of the worst scum in the world. But those costs will be passed on to consumers and et cetera, et cetera. So it's something to watch out for. You know, dementia boy <laughs> trying to uh, allow Obamacare to fail on its own and, uh, you know, blaming the Democrats for not working with him. Yeah, it's uh, pretty sad that the exact things that Democrats have been co- complaining about for eight years is now on the conservative side of like, oh, they're they're not working with us, and it's like, oh boy, if this country goes to hell in, in the worst ways, I'm not sure. Sh- I wouldn't be shocked. Another thing like about Obamacare was, of course, Tommy Lauren debated Chelsea Handler, which was like at some like Polita pad or something right, convention right. they did which is just like the worst like media type jerk off <laughs> like fuck i hate these people so much but of course tommy lauren uh one revealing moment in that debate with chelsea handler was when tommy lauren admitted as a 24 year old she is still on her parents insurance oh, wow. which was of course an obamacare regulation yeah. that keeps kids on their parents insurance to 26 and i just like that it's like this 24 year old idiot is like, why do we take her seriously at all? Like, I looked at one of her videos that had like 5 million views when she was like, oh, transgender people are mentally ill and shouldn't be allowed in the military. Well, Daddy Trevor Noah uh, (laughs) says it's important to hear all sides of a political issue. And so he went and had a beer with her one night uh, to really uh, get to the back wall of what she uh, was was advocating and then after that they went back to noah's hotel room and let's just say the impression he did of john mccain in the hospital <laughs> flawless he uh he, he really did a noah's ark there oh yeah oh yeah he took two of every animal <laughs> i love that like the trevor noah tommy lauren thing was even like a Ooh, look at these two idiots talk to one another. Like it was yeah. it was such a fucking jerk off horse shit. Well, it looks like both of us are semi successful. Maybe one of us will be successful after this conversation. I like that Tommy Lauren's doing a tour of like the most disliked mainstream comedians. Right, right. Next she's gonna be doing Jeff Dunham has a new <laughs> fucking puppet. It's the Lauren Pup. She's I think like, she's going to go on Bill Maher first. Just like people who are left of center. Bill Maher? Didn't she get, go on Bill Maher already? Oh, okay. She's already been there, Andy. Probably. Well, Bill, like, Jeff, she doesn't need to go on Jeff Dunham because she's already got that side. Jeff Dunham doesn't have a show. She I, roasts, I'm just saying that. She roasts the libs. Tommy Lauren's like, here I am with Aaron Glazier. <laughs> <laughs> Noted leftist comedian. Um, but, yeah. Alleged rapist. <laughs> We, we have to say alleged so that he doesn't... Uh, also, alleged uh, frivolous lawsuit tour. But all of those things um, are alleged. What's confirmed is he's an American hero fighting the liberal <laughs> UCB socialist di- dynamic. It turns out everything someone else says, you have to say yes and. Well, what if I think no? 
Why is that disallowed in their organization? Yes, Anding is promoting false rape accusations. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was one real rape accusation and seven yes ands. That's right. That's right. That's why it's technically misinformation. Well, so this is just like Facebook shit for our listeners who don't know, but Aaron Glazier's a comedian who was accused of rape, and he recently came back on Facebook and started posting again and changed his profile picture to the Duke Lacrosse logo because there was like a false rape, rape accu- oh, accusation Oh, really? Sure, there. he's identifying um, with other piece of shit people in the Right, past. so he's saying like that there's only one victim or supposed victim, and they don't come forward. And then, of course, like uh, one of the victims anonymously wrote an le- open letter, which was like, actually, there's like, eight victims and one of them was quoted in the press and that's a different woman from me you piece of shit and she included details like her friend took her uh home for her own safety and then while this girl was sleeping on her friend's couch aaron came in uh and according to this account allegedly allegedly raped her while she vomited on him uh allegedly uh anyways he's back trying to break into the comedy scene uh he's uh looking to be a, an inside source to leak material to the news. Um, He's part of the hashtag resistance now. Yeah. That'd what was that gr- song about, like, someone's favorite inside source? Uh, it escapes me. Uh, I'll kiss your open source. Uh, Good contribution, Andy. Solid contribution. Great mic control, too. It's called Rape Me. <laughs> it's a famous Nirvana song. Uh-huh. That's not the only thing it is. It's also Aaron Glazer's bedtime story. Um, yeah, he sucks, but I don't know. The reason Tommy Lauren, anyone listens to her idiot ass is because she's got a pretty face and and skin that looks like it's as smooth as fabric you could buy at Joanne's Fabrics. Like, it's just, oh, pretty woman, I'll listen to you. And if Actually, they've got quite the variety of textures over there. Well, not, not a skin. <laughs> uh, well, have you been in the back room at Joanne's? I wish Tommy Lauren's like college personality would merge with her modern politics. So yes. she'd send out tweets like, uh, pop that pussy for a global warming <laughs> denier. <laughs> uh, Can't wait to pop that pussy for uh, ExxonMobil this weekend. How do you pop a pussy? Well, Andy, Andy. Uh, I think uh, the real men here know how to pop that pussy. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. It sounds Look, like when you're not saying that women pop the thank pussy. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, for letting the world know that the men Actually, of this podcast know what popping that pussy is all about. Yeah, Andy, let's get your girlfriend in the room and ask her, oh, wait, we can't. Because <laughs> she has no idea. I mean, maybe we could ask her about her past relationships. Real quick, I just want to say, uh, 9-11 was an inside job. So were my tits. <laughs> Uh, bad news. I had to get a uh, so. This is another Tommy Lauren tweet. Bad news. Had to get a new job. Good news. It's being a whore for the worst people in the world. Remixing <laughs> 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 oh. Tom, Tommy Lauren tweets, people. You know, I, I really don't like that. There's people who are against Tommy Lauren that'll post her videos and their think piece, and it's just like it's just raising her numbers. Oh like yeah, it's, don't give it's, her attention. Uh, stop, stop talking about her idiot ass. Stop pretending that anyone that listens to her is worth talking to. Admit that you're friends with true idiots and and shut it down. Now, That's look, the worst corner of YouTube is people trying to like make their own talk shows, and so like you hear about a viral video and you look it up, where it's like dog dancing in front of panda and then you look at like you click on the first video and it's just some dipshit behind a desk like did you hear about this dog dancing in front of a panda video 
But yeah, back to Tommy Lauren. Don't give her any attention, but if she was there, I would use pickup artist tactics That's on right. her. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it yeah. It is justified to uh, use negging and dread game. Ooh, to, uh, Ooh I'd neg her so hard. Yeah. Um, it is something where it's like, I have these pickup artist tactics in my arsenal, but it's immoral to use well, them. Well, Sean McCarthy except, had these embedded in, in his cases, DNA. Except in cases of uh, people who... Uh, uh, sell themselves to the uh, worst human beings on the planet for profit and internet fame. And then she would uh, be like, uh, why is this a Holocaust reenactor <laughs> trying to insult me? <laughs> what I would do is uh, I would go up to Tommy Lauren and I would be like, damn girl, you're looking good. Can I uh, <laughs> can I put my D in your R? <laughs> <laughs> Solid neg, dude. Solid <laughs> neg. Did you see what he did there, Andy? D her, in her R. You her get it? R esophagus. Get it? Oh yeah, I like it. Rectum. <laughs> you I know guess what? That works. Yeah, that technically works better than what Sean was doing. He was just doing like a Democrat Republican thing. Oh. Subtext, but you really took it there with your can rectum I, comment. Can I rinse your prebus? <laughs> <laughs> More like, can I prince your rebus? <laughs> hey, hey, Tommy Lauren, come over. I'll do my impression of John McCain in a hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, well, uh, what time are we at? Sean 40, I 42. Hands. All right, we can uh, talk about how Andy moved in with me and relapsed our roommate by being polite and offering him pot and now he's been drinking crazy stallions for like the last week and rebuttal oh he's also uh he, well he's upstairs uh-huh. um no talk louder andy so Sean, his what, full what name and social security what, what, what number. was it you said about our roommate <laughs> i said andy relapsed him and i was leaving for work the other day at like 8 30 a.m and i just like here in his room the of a bottle cracking oh god <laughs> like, andy what did you do andy <laughs> i offered him my vape everyone was vaping i wasn't gonna ignore him andy was like being polite but also like you don't have to offer to somebody who you know is an addict but yeah but Alcohol Andy was different than weed. Yeah, but that's the thing with addiction. You can't have any. Well, yeah, you can't. You, it's, you can't it's, do anything it's all because it leads to the, yeah, right, the, the right. other. Um, well, so he's not going to drink. There's there's green. There's green sober. Yeah, for some people, but <sighs> some people. I don't know who's not and well, who is. Well, green Andy, sober. how about you ask a person before you just offer it? What am I going to ask every single person? You, yes. Yes, Andy. Are you a recovering addict? Don't do you, you know? Want... Haven't you been to enough mics? Huh? That you know or. Well, then I just wouldn't offer weed to anyone. Sean, you don't get weed anymore. <sighs> Andy, what would be the problem with you offering people less weed? I I, I would be less polite. No, I don't you know. Like, ask ask no, Sean Andy, what the problem would be. You'd be more polite because you'd, be you'd be administering how they feel in an equation to what you're actually offering. Okay, no more weed for Sean. You want that? No. You want that, Sean? No, Andy. Don't. No more weed. Don't let your you're politeness. You're cut off. I think you have a problem. Well, I do, but <laughs> I still want you to give me weed that I don't pay for. Uh, you know what, Sean? I think Andy's right about this. I think you should be cut off. Andy, share it's with like, me, though. This has like, been my strategy for quitting weed is that I would like my idea was I would stop buying it, but then I just like felt bad that I just kept constantly bumming from Andy and Ross and just whoever I saw. Oh, and that's I would, like, why go, you kept bumming. I would yeah, go, he came like, to my place and broke my vape for a few days. I, no, like, he fucking it. took my vape. Oh, really? My vape was in my room uh, on my desk. I and had I a payover. We, uh, from work, and it was fair, downstairs, and fair, he was like, if you have a bay over, 
to take the vape. And Sean was like, I couldn't oh. figure out how to get it to work. And I'm like, nice. it was in my room. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I is- left, when I when I left to go to Sarah's for the weekend, I threw my weed on my pillow and threw my <laughs> comforter on top of it so he wouldn't see it and just snatch it. But the point is, it's kind of funny that um, Andy's politeness is actually destroying lives. Uh, yeah, that's true. Just like uh, what? Did you like break up with a girl at the airport or something once? No, I didn't break up with a girl. No, at the no, airport. no, no. I know the story. Andy, this is what he did. This she was about to have his baby, and he, said, <laughs> you know what? I'm not into this. Andy actually shaved his head and that's right. got a new identity. That's right. He used and- to be called Raul. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember Andy's material in that time period. It was pretty different <laughs> before he went through the identity change. <laughs> and uh, well, Carlos Mencia was stealing from me. Sean, let's Wait. talk about your facial hair real what, quick, though. Because uh, like it's sh- like you don't have like sideburns because it's cut yeah. off right there. Yeah, but you have the rest of it. But it's like patchy. What are you doing? What's going I on? I gotta get a better shaver. I'm working on it. Do you, oh, is that is that your biggest issue? You just don't have a face razor that works. Yeah, yeah I don't why, know. why does your hair disconnect from your sideburns? What like yeah? Like, what there's is a the visible issue? gap? This is how it grows. I don't know. I'll... So you just have blonde right next to your ears. Yes. <laughs> you just have a bald patch directly adjacent to your ear. You guys got to stop roasting me when it's a visual element on this audio podcast. Okay, Trust for me, every, the audience can hear it. They can hear your fucking disgust. For everyone listening, imagine the suburbs when people aren't allowed to water their grass. Right, right, right. That is precisely That's what, what it looks Sean's like. face looks like. Uh, when they're going everyone, through a drought in the suburbs. For everyone listening, imagine Andy breaking up with his girlfriend and leaving her crying in the airport out of sheer cruelty and malice <laughs> and lack of heart. As she carries his child who has not seen it. I only broke That's up right. with a girl on the way to an airport you once. You broke up with her on the and way to the airport. We had an agreement that we were breaking up at the end of the study abroad trip. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she tried to renege on it. I don't it. know. But you don't end those things. You just tell so, them later and then fucking hope that they don't call you back. I don't or... remember the story. Why was she so mad at Andy about this? Yeah, what huh? happened, Andy? Tell us. Tell Why us was your girl, ex-girlfriend so mad at you? No, neither of them were mad at me. She was definitely mad at she you. She was definitely mad I remember mad this. I One remember of them was her mad being at... mad at you because of some sort of airport breakup related thing. It wasn't thing. an airport bre- Okay, so I, when I started study abroad... Uh-huh. I was in you a were, You weren't studying girl. abroad, but you started to. I went to, I went abroad, and it was going to be a year, and okay, then so like you... a, a month or so into it, I was like, oh, this, is, uh, wow, this is not working, and we broke up over Skype. Ah, that's it. Yeah. So what was the airport thing? Why did I hear that? Oh, it was because uh, one of our mutual former mutual friends... Uh, then told everyone who listened, including Ross Parsons, when he, she uh, saw her on the bus, that I broke up with her at the airport. Oh. Yeah. So you actually broke up with her on Skype. On which Skype. Is, which is somehow worse. It is kind of worse. <laughs> on the way to the airport is least responsible. I am about to leave. We should probably figure what we're saying to one another. But on Skype is like, hey. Well, then why wasn't she telling like people she barely knew on the bus that I broke up with her on Skype? Because well, she's so devastated. <laughs> why was she? Why would, this is, no, the person who was telling people wasn't my she ex. She wanted was a her friend of my ex. Palmered. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Who, who was just trying to tell people what a piece of shit I was. Well, you know, I don't know how you pick them, Andy, but you certainly pick them raw. It was a mutual friend. I didn't pick her. I mean, except as like a mutual friend. Oh, so you didn't she... pick her. So it was uh, <laughs> not co- consensual, the things that happened between you two. 
<laughs> what me and someone who I was platonic friends with. Andy's yeah. Andy's leaving out the part of the story where well he broke up with her on Skype. There was actually another woman covered in diarrhea in the background. <laughs> How covered so much that she was disguised. <laughs> I didn't do diarrhea play until until He's much like, later when someone oh. showed me showed me the world I was missing out on. Andy's like fucking this girl, and he's like, "Oh shit, my girlfriend's skyping me. You gotta hide." And then he just completely sprays diarrhea to cover her. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, if they're not covered, he doesn't come. Andy's like, she's like, "What's that?" What's that black blotch near your wall? I'm skyping outside. <laughs> Why does it smell like corn in that corner? <laughs> I went to Chipotle last night. She can't Skype, smell Yogi. over Skype. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> I just thought about people he brought over. but no, it's Skype. I understand. Yogi. I messed up. I'm sorry. Haven't you been in like a long distance relationship for like years? Don't you know how this works by now? Yeah, I do know how it works. Very terrible. Is that is that what they get when 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 your family is like got like inside connections with Microsoft? Is you've got Skype with smells? <laughs> yeah, uh, we can totally smell each other's <laughs> shit. And uh, boy, smelling another person's cum or jizz over Skype, like strawberries. <laughs> We're actually going to edit that uh, so our podcast is less bro-y. It's going to say, smelling another person's perfume. I've, I've or said it before, I'll say it again. The porn wouldn't work if it had a smell. I did. I tried to do that as a bit once, and then oh, it didn't yeah. go anywhere. What was a bit? I was like, uh, you grow up thinking porn's so awesome, and then you actually get there and realize, oh, that stuff smells. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, 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 it smells like, uh, what does it smell like to you guys? What do you think the smell, what would you compare it to smell wise? What do you think? It's, for me, it just smells like supermarket fish. I mean, if you're talking about porn, there's a bit I of would that. say day old cigarette butts. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm an actual fucking, what do you think fucking smells like? Yeah, you got a bit of that and like a hot summer days. The worst is when you're hitting it doggy style and you just get a bit of that ass whiff. Ooh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you I gotta wish be I was like, boy. watching porn right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't actually having sex at this moment. Hey, uh, I think Martin Lawrence said it best. They gotta wash their ass. No, oh, I thought you were about to say the N-word. I was like, oh, here we go. There it is. <laughs> there it begins. But I do want to talk about how not only did Andy relapse our roommate, he also threw a bunch of cardboard out on the floor with no regard uh, he threw out a bunch of cardboard just on the street, not wrapped all, in twine, Chris as it, it should fine. have been. They got Chris, a, our landlord Chris, now has a twenty-five dollar fine. He wow! Said, he from said the it city was okay he because said it was he cool. did not wrap his cardboard. Chris said it was fine. He said it was the first time they took it at him for that. Um, did and, you know? And, Were you under? Did you know that if you didn't yes, wrap it up, Andy knew, and he was trying to get our roommate in trouble. <laughs> Andy, how, I didn't, why are you trying to ruin sure. it? I, I suspected there had to be twine, but Chris was like, no, nah, you can just stick them out there. It's fine. He said it was fine. It was fine. It wasn't fine. It wasn't fine. But yeah, it was fine. $25 fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I 
<laughs> I'm gonna bite down next time I let you fuck me in the face. <laughs> you know, Andy's, you're gonna get a real toothy. Speaking of All biting, right, so not only that, but Andy's cat. Andy brought a cat as well, and this cat is actually afraid of mice. So the one use that we had for Andy was his fucking cat. Whoa, whoa, but his candy, his cat takes after Sean's Andy. Just bitter because she doesn't like terrified. him. The cat loves me Andy, actually, and I do want to know why is your cat like biologically not a cat. <laughs> It's not that she's afraid of mice. She just, uh, with the, it was her first time seeing a mouse in at least a few years, and she jumped and was freaked out by she it. She a vegan cat? You've been not feeding her the meat? I've been feeding her the meat. I think Andy's cat it is... Differently from how I've been feeding Sean You know what meat. you have to do, Andy. You uh, have to go to a pet store and get one of the rats that they feed, like anacondas, <laughs> and you got to train your, your cat. Right. you got to train that pussy to eat. Actually, Andy, what you should do is uh, start a secret relationship with a woman with an exotic bird, <laughs> and then kidnap it and bring it to your cat for murder, and then, and then, then lie about it, Skype. and then change your identity <laughs> and move again. You know, parakeets are just twelve bucks. I yeah, but that. there's too much maintenance, though. Get like a fucking. It's for my cat to murder. <laughs> too much maintenance, even for that. Just get them tiny mouses. And those are like what? Five, six, like seventy-five cents a piece, I think. No, well, regular rats are like six. Those are like the ones you want to have as pets. No, I'm talking about them tiny ones that they're meant to, they're bred to to be killed by snakes. Yeah, they sell those. How, how do you think snake owners get tiny rats to f- to feed their snakes? I guess. Yeah, but then you gotta find a snake store. What? I mean, it's all in the same every, place. Every neighborhood's got a pet shop. Yeah, but they're not gonna sell like feeding rats. Yes, I'm pretty sure. All right, listen, look. I don't know the ins and outs of the westernized pet ownership, but it's cruel and terrible. I bet that they got tiny-ass rats to feed, to train your cat up. I guess. I've just been sitting here trying to Google the name of that fucking bird that has, like, a big plumage but doesn't Peacock? fly. Yes. God damn it. How did I forget... See, this is what happens when you smoke too much of Andy's pot. Sean forgot peacock. I forgot what a peacock And I like that Andy said it, even though I'm Indian and just came from India just now. They have peacocks there? It's the national bird of India. I did not know that. You should should have brought one back to feed to Andy's cat. You know, when I would fly back to Seattle, there would be a whole bunch of posters of, like, exotic birds Uh and TSA being like, don't bring birds in from other countries. That's not a pet. That's a bird. And, like... (laughs) It's funny because like they have to put a photo of like a random exotic bird, and you look at it, and part of you just goes, "I wouldn't mind having that bird around." <laughs> like the most terrible uh, anti-exotic bird advertisements made me more curious about birds and did less. And right under it, it says, uh, "Don't break up with your girlfriend here because she's not going to get over it, and she's going to sh- her friends are going to shit talk you to your friends when they see each other she's on the bus randomly." Fine. <laughs> she's not fine, Andy. She's been tra- traumatized because of the experience. Yeah, well. Speaking of the traumatizing experience, Andy, you brought me Oreos a moment ago, but you didn't bring me black Oreos. You brought me white Oreos. What is your affliction with hating black things? <laughs> black people, black Oreos, crows. Why do you hate black I things like so much? Oh, you like crows. Crows are one of the black things you like. Just not black people or black Oreos. I like, I like black Crows people. was the one you defended first. He did watch all of Man in the High Castle in like two days. He was like, oh, this is the United States that I want to see. The best character in that show is black. 
Maybe second best. What's the, the best character is Japanese? A- what's the black actor's name? I don't know his name. The character's <laughs> Lamel Washington or something. You don't know his name? I don't know the actor's name. What? Why wouldn't you know Why his name? Why would I know the actor's name? Who cares about like a TV drama actor's name? Yeah. Who cares about black people, Yeah, who Andy? cares about black people, Andy? I don't know the Nazis' names either. Yeah, but you just said your favorite character was this black guy, and you don't even know the black actor's name. Can we insert Kanye West saying? Can we insert Kanye West saying Andy Palmer doesn't care about black people? (laughs) Yeah, I can make that work. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God! It's apparently Mike Myers agreed with him when he said that. He was just angry that Kanye didn't tell him about it ahead of time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because like Mike Myers. Has, has you know what Andy it's crazy thing about this but I bet Mike Myers career is more hurt by him doing that more than anyone else because like Mike Myers fan base is kind of like you know conservative ish people uh, a mostly white audience I'm not saying his fans are never liberal but I think a good portion of them are conservative uh. You think people that love Austin Powers to this day are mostly liberal? I don't think he makes his money from Austin Powers. What do you make his money from? Shrek. Yeah. He's sleeping on a mountain of Shrek money. That's true. He does have an asshole of Shrek money. Or a donkey's worth. Um, but, okay, so even Shrek, though. Fucking everyone, Eddie Murphy. Eddie. Well, everyone loves Shrek, though, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I thought it was a little uncomfortable, that scene in Shrek, where that donkey said, uh, I don't want any faggots looking at my ass. <laughs> no, do it in your best Murphy, though. <laughs> I don't want any faggots looking at my ass. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to... You two are banned was, from impressions for at least five episodes. You was, need to go to boys my, acting coaches, and you need to fucking no, learn some shit. This was my Andy getting pegged while doing an Eddie Murphy impression. <laughs> impression. <laughs> At the end, just do a, in the morning, we're getting pancakes. Just, that's all I want to hear now. Uh, <clears throat> uh, should we talk about Yogi's manic depression? Yeah, I think I think it's time for you guys to pile on me. I uh, Yeah, sure, I'm manically depressed. I'm not going to d- uh, deny it. It's a true statement about my life. It's you're just, depressed and loving it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, when you're depressed and rich, it's just kind of a way of living. Like, yeah, yeah I could get help for it, but also... Uh, it's not hurting my fan finances nearly as much as any other life could. So taking care of my problems is something I should do. But when you can afford it, it doesn't feel like problems. Do you do you see a therapist there, Yogi? No, I don't. I don't see a therapist, and I don't take any um, uh, medication. I might recommend. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about it. I probably you should, take the, you should get the same therapist that Sean and I go to. Oh, yeah, no, fuck we that. Can have, yeah, oh god, we no. could have Once democracy later in no, therapy. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. You know what? I, this is I, the next level. The of best podcast. thing is we're going to start just, recording our group therapy <laughs> sessions. I can just just no, not group individual therapy where we all shit on each other. Like I can just talk about the toxic people in my life and just be like, <laughs> "Oh yes, Sean." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just like talk about all the weird things he, she does. She'll be like, "Yeah, he does do that." Oh yeah, god, that makes sense. You, you want to hear oh. some? Some toxic shit. Yeah, get into it. Uh, so this girl. So I post a lot on like uh, what's called Left Book, which is like a Facebook group of like or various Facebook groups that are leftist aligned. Right, right. Uh, we, you know, it's a bored, fun thing. But so I hit up a girl on there, and we were like chatting, and she like basically she lives in like Maine, in the middle of nowhere. Nice. Uh, but she's like crazy depressed. Oh well. Uh, 
but so I bring that up because we were like flirting a bit, and she sends me nudes, and it's Ooh. like she's hot, but she is completely covered in like self-cutting scars. Oh wow! So it's like you see like this naked girl, and she's like hot, but there's like fucking like half an inch deep scars all over her fucking legs, stomach, Oof. arms, and it's just like. I don't know. Could you see a therapist uh, after I finish jacking off? <laughs> you going to try and hit it? Well, so yeah, this is what happened. Well, she sends me these when I'm at work at my day job. And I'm like, yo, I'll fly you out, girl. Because I was like at my day job looking up how much a flight from Maine to New York Yeah, how much costs. is it? It's like 170 I'll and sponsor like, the excursion. Exactly. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, round trip, 170 It's not that much more than a restaurant. I'll fly you out. Yeah, get it done. Like, I don't really know you that well. And I'm like, well, th- that can be fixed. <laughs> oh, you oh, <laughs> Um, but so she didn't want to fly out. And then my other idea was like, I go up to Maine and try to hit it. Yeah. Uh, but then like at the same time, I was like, not entirely sold on that idea. And neither did she. She did say if I came up to Maine, we could go on a date though. Uh, yeah. But it's also something where it's like, but y'all, it's not hot yet. Yeah. If It's like, well, she's cute, but it's no, like, no, no. But if you saw each other, you probably wouldn't be fucking. It's not there yet. I think, well, I don't know. We'd see, but it's it's something where it's Just like, give it time, Sean. Look, fucking, listen to me. Look, listen get to late me. or not, you get to go to Maine. <laughs> There's literally That's nothing to do country. in that area. Yeah, yeah. You got lobster. Uh-huh. Uh, you will see Stephen King. That's right. That's, That's right. He's every third person. Every single person I met from Maine has seen Stephen King. You, uh, the foliage. Uh-huh. Um. And also possibly pussy. What are, what more do you need in life? That's second. I don't know. But it's you like, got you get to be at the the highest of the uh, original thirteen colonies. You, oh my gosh, the townhouses. Oh okay. You got the townhouses. Somehow you're underselling Sean almost getting laid. I, like in my head, part of me is like you're already there. Somebody posted like, uh, "Where can you get a good tuna melt?" And she posted Dunkin' Donuts. Portland, oh! like you know, oh, like, you could have sex with this girl in a week. Portland, you got Portland. You got a Portland outside of the Portland we know. Oh yeah, uh, it's actually a yeah, land Portland of ports. Yeah, oh, is it even more toxic than the other one? <laughs> how how many cutting scars does she have? A lot. Uh, I don't know. I mean, man. it's like at least more than ten. Let's go there. She told me like some uh, some of her cuts like didn't stop. One of them didn't stop bleeding for eight days. Oh, like Jesus Christ! And she like stopped. How old is she? Her. She's twenty. Well, I mean, she's been bleeding for eight years, so it's uh, no. Uh, but yeah, no, she should. Tim Curry see dressed her as a therapist. clown. Um, yeah, you know, therapy is something that uh, I, you know, Insecure did a great job of this, but um, for some reason, it feels uh, very uh, weak. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's something I haven't done yet, but I probably should. Wait, shut up, Yogi Sean. You can go to all the all the landmarks from Cujo, the book about the rabid dog. Not only landmarks from Cujo, uh, landmarks from Christine, landmarks from Carrie, landmarks from... I like the idea that whenever somebody in Portland comedy sexually assaults somebody, they get demoted and sent to Maine, Portland. (laughs) (laughs) In Maine, Portland, it's not weird. It's normal. (laughs) Keep Portland, Maine normal. (laughs) Keep Portland, Maine unconsensual. <laughs> All right. Well, that wasn't any good. Anyways, the point is, Yogi, um, you kind of like become impossible. So Yogi's modes are either impossible to reach or like way too many ideas all at once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And so that's why you should be in therapy. It helped me. When am I impossible? I, I, outside of me traveling to places, when am I impossible to reach? Every now and then you'll just like, we'll text you and just never hear anything from you. Yeah, that's true. To be fair, once I looked at my phone and there was 105 <laughs> texts. So that's more on YouTube yeah, than it is on me. Mostly it's, right now what's going on is that Sean is blaming Yogi for us being incredibly annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, if you call me, though, I'll pick up. But you're yeah. right. I do get inconsistent at times. I don't know. The first two years in New York were real difficult on me. And and they're hard on everyone, but uh, I uh, I certainly turned off for a, a good period there. All right. Well. Oh, there's Marginal Way. It's a historic walking area. This is Maine. Yeah. Five stars. Uh, beautiful views on an easy walk throughout Agunquit. Easy for adults and children alike. Very scenic and great observation areas. We're at an hour five. I think total we're at uh, probably about... Oh, yeah, because we have the first... Yeah, we have the first 14, so... Well, you know what, people... Uh, you can go to the Farnsworth Art Museum. In Maine. Yeah. Oh, the lighthouses! I forgot about all the lighthouses you can Wouldn't see. Wouldn't that be great if like, I went out there and I just completely struck out with her and then I was just stuck for a weekend in this shithole with nothing to do? <laughs> no, you won't have nothing to do. There's the Astiku Azalea Garden. That only has... To- Four and a half circles. Oh, I can't wait to go to. Uh, I can't wait to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get Maine's world famous tuna melt. Uh, or you could go to the Agonquin Playhouse <laughs> or the Carousel Music Theater. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's pretty cheap too. I bet you can do the entire thing for like I don't know four hundred dollars or something. Like, and then you get to go to Cabbage Island. You might even be able to find Fort work Williams up there, Park, Sean. Which might be a cemetery. Sean, what if you had to do stand up up there and she came to a show and was impressed by your stage dick? Mm-hmm. And then she started to suck on your offstage dick. And nice, then you'll be like, stop it. I want to go see the lighthouse at Park <laughs> Light Park. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maine sucks. I don't like what if I went up there and I struck out with her and then I got on Tinder and she was the only girl on <laughs> Tinder for like 100 miles. It's like, oh, great. Well, I blew my one chance in this town. That's true. It's like in the middle of nowhere, too. It's not even like popular Maine. It's not a big city Maine. It's like small town Maine where her, she lives with her grandparents. And so like the other thing is like there's some other dude on left book like flirting with her. And he's like he like confessed to having sex with like 73 people. And she got like really freaked out about it. And like he doesn't want to say they're in a relationship. But he also says they're in love with her. And I'm like, well, you know what? These sound like a lot of red flags with this other guy. <laughs> so I think to be safe, you should just hook up with me yeah. and not oh, yeah. tell him. Yeah. How many people and, have you had sex with? Uh, more than 20 at this point. And but you? Me? I had like 11. Yeah. But Sean. Yeah. You could. But see, that way, she doesn't tell him. And that way, if, you know, things work out with them, no, nobody's hurt. Right. But if they don't, she has one over on That's him. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I pitched this. And I'll let you know how it goes. Ooh, exciting tease for next episode. I you can't wait. Gonna, you know what will really drop the panties, Sean? Mm-hmm. Asking if she wants to see the Cape Netic Nubble Lighthouse. <laughs> Andy, you know that this lady's all been to all these places. Find something unique. Oh, you you think that someone could live in Maine and not see or and see all the sites in Maine? There's more to do in Maine than one lifetime can fit in. I'll be like, hey, girl, check out these great spots you can cut yourself in. <laughs> see, you that's the other thing is like I'm a horny and like yeah, she sent me nudes and I, I masturbated to one of them. But at the same time, it's like, did you come good? Yeah, not bad. 
Uh, but it's like not bad. Zero to ten. How well did you come? Zero being bad, ten being amazing. I don't know. A seven. A masturbation come. The usual. Andy, do you think, do you think a seven level come is worth flying somewhere to fuck someone? I think Haddock Field to see the sea dogs in Portland is worth flying anywhere. Sean, she's sending you nudes. Yeah, she's into it. I mean, like, I get that her baggage is certainly there, but if you don't get to have sex with this lady, would you regret it? I don't know. I, you know, look. Well, there I, you go. That's all you need to know. Yeah. If, if the answer is not yes, then fucking you don't need to have sex with her. Look, here's the thing. I'm a terrible person, but I will probably feel bad if, like, I'm the reason somebody has an extra scar on their leg. I mean. I mean, that's but, already happened, Sean. <laughs> so I don't know really what you're complaining about. You know what's a scar on your soul? Oh, God. <laughs> not going to the Owl's Head Transportation <laughs> Museum. Oh, my God. What's there, Andy? What's at, what's at the museum? <laughs> well, there's a 1916 Scripps Booth Roadster. <sighs> You know, Andy, I never thought you could be a worst addition to this podcast. And boy, you find a new way every week. There's also the original RV, which is a nice little carriage. This is actually why our roommate relapsed. It wasn't <laughs> anything to do with... Andy was just reading the sights in Maine to him, and he was like, Jesus Christ, is this what sober life is? Andy, you want to make fun of me when we call this, call this one done? Huh? Um, You know what I'd rather do? <sighs> Go to Bubble Rock. Oh, my God. It's got great hiking trails. Uh Uh, It's in Arcadia National Park. Cool. On Mount Desert Island. Um, If you want more information, call Uh 207-288-3338 or go to nps.gov. It's ranked number eight in things to do in Arcadia National Park. Sean, I tell you, you tell this lady, hey, I want to take you to this park, Uh and then I want to take you to this restaurant, and then afterwards we can do whatever you want including ice cream, put that in parentheses, she'd fuck the shit out of you. I think I'll feel bad when I take her to a national park and then she disappears forever. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you have to take it there, Sean? (laughs) Because where else do I take it? You know my humor. That's true. Uh, Looks like nice uh, lighthouses in Lubeck. And that's saying something for Maine, the land of lighthouses. Wow. West Quaddy Headlight and Down East Charter Boat Tours to see their uh, other lighthouse. Oh. Uh, the Tarquin Whale Watch. You could watch whales. Uh, if I wanted to do that, I would just look at you, Andy. Ooh. That piece of shit. Ooh. Yeah, but there's humpbacks. <laughs> Andy, you should... Uh, you should. Uh, I don't give a shit about seeing whales. Like, I, we, Sarah and I once took a ferry. You are soulless, Yogi. And it, the, the, the captain stopped the boat and was like... We got some humpback whales. If you want to check them out, check, go on up to the roof and went to the roof. And everyone was all jizzing in their dick. And I was like, they're just whales. It's not a big deal. All right. Well, let's wrap this up, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Anything Andy else, want to make Andy? Any other sites in Maine? Yeah, anything else you want to mention? beautiful Maine. Uh, anything you want to plug? Too many to mention. Uh, Hancock, Farmington, Cape Elizabeth, uh, Topsham, Port Clyde, Orno, Andy, Newry. Andy, did you see all these when Jackman, you were fleeing from Huxville, your girlfriend after Falmouth, you left her pregnant? Casca, <laughs> Trenton, Eastport. Changed your identity and moved Guys, to Maine. Guys, just the podcast. I'm going to keep listing. Uh, Calias, Blue Hill. Thanks for listening uh, to Democracy Sears Later. Port, Naples, My name's Yogi Poywall. I'm Sean uh, McCarthy. Uh, uh, keep a lookout. North Wyndham, Korea doesn't blow Northeast us up. Northeast Harbor. Um, and uh, we'll be Yama. putting out a handful of videos of Winter us reviewing uh, gun manufacturer propaganda commercials. Skohagen. Hopefully. If you want to check this out, Sean, you, we can. Um, but uh, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be pretty fun. Peaks All Island. right. Good night, you There's guys. Thanks for listening. Peaks Island. Take it Booth easy. Bay. Have fun. Uh, Lubeck, Keep it breezy. Sanford. Old Orchard.
Sean, you ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Welcome to Cut Pod. I'm the host of Cut Pod. Who's cut? Who's not? Circumcisions. I got a cut. Who's got a cut? Yogi, you cut? I'm, I'm fucking. Yogi's not no cut. cut. Yogi's no not cut. Me. You gonna get cut in the future? You got any cut Listen, plans? Got any suicidal. cut plans? I'm not cut. It's today. not. It's not about suicide. It's about cleanliness and aerodynamics. You I getting think, cut? I Sean, think you circumcision cut? should be illegal. Sean, are you cut? You cut? This no. is Cut Pod. You're not no. cut. Sean and I, we we we. <laughs> We stretch out. We long. Oh, you don't. You gotta. Yeah, we long here's, the, here's the problem. You gotta clean it. You gotta clean it too much. Too much cleaning. Uncut. You don't gotta clean it. Have other than your daily uncut? shower. Huh? Have you ever been circ- uh, uncircumcised? Yeah, for about an hour or so, maybe a couple days. But you got cut as a kid. I got cut as a Wasn't baby. Wasn't your choice. Listen, you got raped, dog. Andy's I, gonna be like one of those people who's like protesting that I didn't have a choice, <laughs> marching through Midtown <laughs> just because my He's not dick gonna speak to his parents for ten years is mostly numb at the end. I uh, doesn't matter because you know what? Hey, Sean, when you come, isn't it amazing? Oh yeah, it's better than Andy. That's all I know. High oh, that's, fives. You know, that's what I'm saying is like if you get circumcised, then you suddenly have to start getting pegged because there's no sensation <laughs> in your penis anymore, and yeah. you're like trying to get pegged, and you're like uh, jacking off to like animals being you murdered. Use oh, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all are y'all are listening to the propaganda. Let me tell you this: you stick your dick in a wind tunnel, it's just going to be a sail. It's going to get ripped to pieces. Mine. It's going to go straight through like a torpedo in that wind tunnel. You can turn it up to 500 miles per hour. My dick's going to cut right through that wind. You know what I like about my dick? I feel like if it needed to, it could rob a convenience store. You know, can't recognize that dick? Uh Uh-uh, it's got a hood on it. My dick doesn't look like a raisin. My dick you put near Skittles and a fucking Arizona iced tea, it gets shot at. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Imperial headquarters announced a state of war with the United States. 